6: The million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me, who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh yeah Everybody to me mm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey Put your hands together oh, oh, you oh, oh, Steve Harvey Why don't you join oh, yeah. me?
7: Your will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, oh, man. Almost forgot I had one this morning, but I'm okay. I'll tell you where I am in a little bit. You know, I, I get around, man. It's so much, but, man. Good morning, everybody. Um, you know, today, I, w- I was having a, a conversation with my wife last night, and we were talking about Um, our plans, you know, we often sit down, you know, just like a married couple. I mean, you know, you know, we're married, you know, we have children, we have aspirations, we have hopes. We, I mean, we have things we want, you know, when you're married, you know, I mean, it's important to sit with your partner. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. It's common sense. Really. It's important to sit down with the person that you've chosen and decided to share your life with and, and have multiple conversations on a lot of things. And we try to make sure that all of our conversations aren't always just business related and always kid related, you know, because that that, that becomes, it's a part of it, but it, it, it weighs so much on the marriage that because that that's the grunt work of being married, you know, your children, your family, your bills your your mortgage your your car notes you know the what's due what's coming up and if you're not careful you'll you'll start that becomes the focal point of you all's conversation and this woman or man or person that you've decided to have this life with all of a sudden they're an extension of your business and you guys become business partners or whatever. And and, and, and it just gets so Anyway, I'm just saying that, that it's important to sit down and have these conversations. But it's even more important to have the other conversations. You know, it's, it's important with the person that you're planning on making the run with to sit down and talk about other things, you know, on, on a more upbeat note. You know, uh, we were having a conversation and she was reminding me of what she loved about me, and then I, in turn, was turning around telling her the things that I admired about her and loved about her. And we kinda have these all the time, you know, where we sit down and we talk about the things that we still enjoy about one another. Or we may talk about some of the things that we miss in one another. But we constantly have these conversations about appreciation. You know, it's so important, man, that the other person feels appreciated. So these things are important, but we got into the conversation deeper last night and I was telling her about this idea that I had and that I wanted her to help me with and and make a phone call for me because she knows these people and I was going to be doing this. And then my wife reminded me of something. Now, once again, you know, as always, you know, when I'm talking to you, I just keep it as real as I can. I don't know the Bible inside out. I I can't quote to you scriptures and tell you exactly where it is. I just, you know, I heard her say it, but it kind of blew by me. I was, I was telling her about something I wanted to make happen. And she reminded me that there's a scripture somewhere and somebody emailed it to me today. I'm sure. where the Bible reminds us not to be anxious for anything. Don't be anxious for something. And you know, it, it really mattered to me at that point yesterday that she brought this to my attention because how many times I've been guilty of that in my past and I've learned better now. But every now and then I need to be reminded, you know, and um, I think what that what, what she was saying to me was, you know, I've gotten to a point in my life and, and we all should get to a point where, you know, you you've heard old people say this. If you're going to pray about something, then don't worry about it. And if you're going to worry about it, don't pray about it. Back to this. Be anxious for nothing. Don't, if you're going to trust in God, then do that. And trusting in him means sometimes you got to be patient. God has never been too late. You don't know the plan he has. You don't know, you don't really always know his will. You definitely don't know his route, his way. Doing anything, so he's always on time. He's always been there on time for me. He's always been there on time for you. How many times have you thought it was over only to find out it's really just begun? How many times have people wrote you off? There are those of you who have lost jobs, but you are still maintaining, but man. God has already began the turnaround process for many of us. Some of us lost jobs and now have better jobs. Some of us lost jobs and now has forced us to rekindle that dream and that vision for a business we had. And sometimes the mishap is the thing you need to make something good happen. See, a lot of times we get so comfortable in our life where we just... um. We get complacent. We, we just settle in and when this is it and this is what I'm doing. But in actuality, God has a tremendous amount of abundance for you. He has an amazing amount of things. He has all these boxes packaged up with your name on them that he's willing to ship. If you would just al- align yourself with some of his will so you could get some of these things. How many times have you thought it was over and it didn't really go over? How many times have you thought, have well, this is it, and it wasn't it at all? Well, how many times have you thought, well, it don't look like this gonna work out, and it didn't work out, but then something better came along? How many times has that happened? You've, you've got to realize this, man. I was talking to a family who had got displaced from the Katrina uh, thing that happened down there in New Orleans, And, man, uh, when they said, yeah, we got a displaced from Katrina, and I braced myself because, oh, woe is me. Here comes this story. I got to hear this, and I got to be encouraged and think of something. It was totally different. They totally, totally blew me away. Man, the brother said, man, it's actually the best thing that ever happened to my family. And I went, whoa. And he said, yeah, man. He said, because what happened was, he said, I got settled in. He said, plus, I was doing some things outside of my marriage down there. He said, I was doing some stuff in the streets I ain't need to be doing. He said, man, it all got washed away. We thought our life would never be the same. But he said, man, my life ain't need to be the same. He said, man, now we live up here in Texas. We got a house. Don't know nobody. He said, I ain't got nobody I know to get into trouble with. He said, man, I done rediscovered my wife, how beautiful she really is, how much my family really was counting on me. And he said, man, it straightened me up, man. He said, so I got to tell you, Steve, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Now, that's not always the case, but it's how you look at a situation. But just don't be anxious for anything because God got a fix for you if you just let him work. So just stay on course stay focused. Don't lose faith. Don't be anxious, man. Just, just stay in the wheel. Let God work with you. He got some great stuff in store for you.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: You know, it's so important to
8: have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. See why 4 out of 5 employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or...
7: Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your attention, please. This is the Steve Harvey morning show. Um, I, I don't I can't describe what it's gonna be like today, but it's gonna be that. For real. <laughs> that there. <laughs> you know that. Huh? Okay. Huh? All right. Believe it. You know, put your mind on it, you know, get it right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry.
5: Like that, Steve. Good Sh- morning.
7: Just, uh, just like that there. <laughs> Carla Pharrell.
5: Good morning. What's up, crew? Uh
7: Junior Kill Space.
1: Morning, up. <laughs> morning, um. mm-hmm. morning, everybody. Gonna be like that there. Like that. Mm-hmm.
7: Nephew Tommy. In the building. Right off in there like that right there. Yes, sir. I'm
1: here.
7: Well, Can i, I a like a front porch right there, boy. I just got a
1: question. Go ahead. What day he leave on again? When is he?
8: the twentieth, oh, January cool. twentieth? Wow. Uh,
1: nah, you know yesterday. what
11: day it is, Junior. What day? Uh, what's that? We on the air. What? De- yeah. December fifty-first. It's, it's still 2020 till he leaves. December 51st. Man. <laughs> what? You took
8: us back. Like,
11: Don't take us uh, back. we still in 2020. Hey, it ain't 21 till his ass is gone. So December hey. 50, 50, but 51st. But does it
8: feel like it's taking forever for yeah, the 20th to get it's here? Slow. Eternity. Eternity. Yes. I mean,
5: dang.
7: But I, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to be honest with y'all, man. I really am. Going
5: fast
7: to you? No, it's just it's 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 not entertainment. It's uh, it's it's educational documentary TV that I'm watching in real life because history is being made.
5: Yeah. Mm. Yes.
7: Mm -hmm. I'm. This is captivating, man. This is like wow. I'm watching history being made. I mean, in our lifetime, we haven't seen this. Storming of the Capitol. It's a revolution, but you got a little bit of mace. Now you threw it the, re, re, you, know, the revolution. you know, you know, you know what the revolution. You went up there and got some, got some little ammonia in your eye. You won't come over here. <laughs> you won't call the whole damn thing off. Elizabeth from Knoxville got that spray on her.
5: Somebody said she had some onions. She was faking. <laughs> she was faking the tears. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Crazy, son. but it is taking a lo-
8: long, long, time. Come on, twentieth. Yeah, now. man. <laughs> Come Ooh. on.
7: But you 20th. know the, the the impeachment is what ha- has an appeal to me, because what I didn't know is what they said today that can actually happen. We said it the other day, but even after he leaves office, he can still be impeached. Yeah, I didn't know oh.
8: that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't uh, even know Representative Jim Clyburn. Yeah. Yeah. Was saying. So Biden can
5: focus on his first 100 days and they can do it after that? And getting his his picks in, right. And getting Mm -hmm. his
8: picks in so the Senate will have time to go over his picks and, and everything, you know, for his cabinet and everything. Well, we'll be here all morning. Thank you. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, get ready for Ask the CLO right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: Coming up at the top of the hour in trending headlines, we're going to talk about the Capitol riot aftermath and articles of impeachment introduced. And the Democrats plan to vote tomorrow, guys. Okay. So this is big. Mm. I mean, Steve, you were mentioning mentioning history uh, making in real time earlier, and this is exactly what that is. No president has ever been impeached twice. Um, and they will be this introduced tomorrow. This yeah, is this is this is crazy. Worst yeah. president it, ever. Ever. In, by, history, ever in the history. In the history of our
11: country. And I don't even yeah. know all of them, but he the worst one. <laughs> yeah.
7: I'm just telling you. For well, the ones I do know. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Let's go, yeah. Shirley.
8: All right, you ready? Okay, we're going to switch gears. Time for Ask the CLO. This one is from MJ in Atlanta. MJ says, I've been married for 14 years, and my wife's 30-year-old sister is staying with us for two weeks. I spent a lot of time in my man cave downstairs, and I'm usually relaxing in my boxers. On Friday, I fell asleep on the couch, and my main man must have slipped out while I was asleep. Uh, I woke up, and my sister-in-law... What, Tommy? Tommy.
11: It happens. I, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, oh.
8: I woke up to my sister-in-law gently tapping on my main man. I jumped up and slid on my jogging pants. I asked her, "What's up?" She smirked and went upstairs. She hasn't said a word to my wife, so now I'm tripping and I'm all worried. Do you think she wants to get to know my main man? <laughs> what?
7: Yeah, I mean she's tapping on it.
8: Tapping? If
7: if tap he was tapping on your main girl, what, what, what signal would you take with that? Okay, uh, so i'm <laughs> just, just saying
8: flip this thing much. huh you just you know, flipped it i ain't know you're you know, you I mean, you tapping
7: probably. on your main girl what you think he want mm-hmm. so i mean of course yeah. you know smirked and then went upstairs okay mm-hmm. all right now 30 year old sister be down here in the man cave hey man <laughs> just, just. Hey, listen to me, dog. You you tripping, dog. Avoid that line. Don't that's a landmine. Mm, that's yeah, a landmine, player. Don't do it.
6: Don't yeah. Don't do it. And she
7: going to let her sister know some kind of way. Because if she doing that, she ain't really loyal to her sister. So you don't know how oh. that's fitting to play out. Mm-hmm. Don't even go All upstairs right, and uh, look, though. Don't even go up there and look. Don't listen, listen, listen to this one. Right here. Yeah. Uh, next question, Shirley. <laughs> uh,
8: Sam in Memphis, this year... Uh, Sam says he'll turn 60 years old and he'd love for his wife to take him to a strip club in Atlanta. I know this might not happen because of COVID-19, but I at least want her to have an open mind about it. Whenever I bring it up to her, she gets upset and tells me I'm a dirty old man because the strippers are young. I want to experience this with her, but she refuses to have an open mind. Should I just plan a trip with my homeboys instead?
7: Hey dog, Mm. listen to me. You're way too old to start this. You 60, sit your ass down. Can't handle nothing in that damn strip club. Have your ass in the back room, have an ambulance up in there trying to carry your ass out of there. Medication that kicked in, you had a heart attack. You don't need to go in the back room. You don't need to eat the broccoli. You don't need to eat the chicken wings.
1: Broccoli. broccoli? They
7: got broccoli in the strip club? Yeah,
1: they got broccoli down. in the strip club.
7: No, healthy. he don't need to go. He's healthy 60. Y'all just ain't time for that. For and
8: why is he Because <laughs> his wife doesn't want to go with him. Okay. It's okay.
7: Should I yeah. just ask my boys? Okay, you get O.J. Neal and go on down there.
8: <laughs> the last
7: group of old ass men that went somewhere together, they all went to prison. Take oh, your stupid boy. ass down there.
8: <laughs> all right. Um, Kyrie in uh, Tampa says I'm 39 and my husband is 69. And he is addicted to performance-enhancing pills. I'm tired of him chasing me through the house for sex. I need a break, and I've threatened to hide the pills from him. When he's in the mood, he won't take "no" for an answer, and he said it's all my wifely, uh, it's my wifely duty to please him. How can I get him to calm down and see that it's not all about him? Help. Hmm, See.
7: I don't know if I don't know how, how how y'all got married. I don't know what the yes. what y'all discussed before the marriage, but the caveman uh, attitude here that you belong to him and you are here for his beckoning call and pleasure. For uh, duties. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't. I don't have one of them in my house. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs>
8: You Boy. can chase all you want. Yeah,
7: you can chase all you want when you're to find out what this damn rejection is.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Sit your
7: ass down somewhere, put your hand off of me. I said no. Oh, why you know, are you looking at me so 69. crazy. Hell, is you running in here for? Right. Put your hand down somewhere. What's wrong with you? Right. Yeah.
11: Yeah.
8: So she should hide the pills, you think, Steve?
7: Hide the pills? Oh, I don't know if that's going to, you know, you can do what you want to do, but I don't. I, you know, uh, you got to learn how to stand your ground, you know. It's he yours. Control. He yeah. can't take it
11: now. Oh, he going to have a heart attack. He took that pill and he running all over the place. He going <laughs> to mess himself
7: up.
8: She said he's addicted to him.
7: And he's, he's 69. To 69. Mm-hmm.
8: Man, you have wow. a heart attack. Wow. He's trying to get it in before the end. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Exactly,
5: yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that's it. So you, you just d- gotta tell her to stand up for herself. That's what you're saying. So yeah,
7: you know you can you can Shut you know down. you can uh-huh. say no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You
8: can. Oh she. I've she heard said,
5: No, it he won't take no.
7: Hundreds of times in my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, come on. All
8: right. Yeah. Well, how can she get him to calm down, say no, and mean it?
7: Yeah. I yeah. mean, well, what? What he gonna do?
8: Pout.
11: Yeah, he'd be all right, <laughs> Got a lot of energy, apparently. He's going to be over there strong now. Keep that in mind yeah. now. he going to be over there strong.
7: <laughs> well, he'd be all right, though. Yeah. You know, walk around moving furniture. he of energy.
11: energy. Those
8: pills give you energy, huh?
1: Charlie, we don't know. I've heard <laughs> that they do. Yeah, yeah right. You're
8: asking for a friend. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Coming up, uh, uh, the nephew will be here with Run That Prank Back right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with national news. The FBI says it has received information indicating that armed protests planned at the U.S. Capitol and at all 50 state capitals on June on uh, January 20th. may go down Uh, also yesterday the house formally introduced the article of uh, impeachment against trump again plus cell phone attacker soho karen tried to play the victim during her uh, part two of her interview with gail king we'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour but right now the nephew is in the building with run that prank back what you got for us neff
11: i'm not going back that's the name of the prank i'm not going
7: back we're running it back Uh, brace yourself Good brother, I didn't, good brother. I didn't like this one, Tommy. <laughs> right. I'm gonna He's take my scary. headset off. I'm not listening to this.
11: <laughs> Running cat.
7: Hello. Good Hello. morning. Hello. Who am I speaking with, please?
12: Who is calling?
11: I'm sorry. Who, who am I speaking with?
12: Glenn. Who's okay.
11: this? Okay. Uh, are you familiar with our office, Mr. Glenn? Uh, Mr. Glenn Lee Earl. Am I correct? Who is this? Listen. We are the reason that you were released after 23 years of your sentence. So we gave you clemency. Through ex President Obama, do I have your at undivided attention now?
12: Yeah. Um, what is this about?
11: Well, first let me do this. Let me verify your original crime and release date. Okay. Yes. Okay. Who authorized your release on clemency? Ex President Mr. Barack Obama.
12: Well, where are you calling me from? What, 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 what is um what is what's going on?
11: First of all, let me say you've been identified by the power invested in me, official duty as a Secretary of the Deputy of Pardons Attorney. For the United States of America and by direct order of our president, patriot, and leader, Mr. Donald F. Trump. The reason why I'm giving you a call today, sir, is that we regret to inform you that the uh, your original sentence for 40 years has been reimposed, and you must surrender yourself to the nearest United States Marshal Service no later than the close of business day today.
12: So who the hell is this?
11: <sighs> you are Mr. Glenn Lee Earl <clears throat>, inmate number one are you there?
12: Who is this? Yeah, yes, yeah, this is me. What, what okay. are you saying? I'm, I'm let me, me say explain the, this what, to what you. Saying?
11: Ex-President Barack Obama had no authority to let you guys go, and President Trump has proven it and won the appeal. You guys Man, are being what, ret-
12: Trump, what, who, 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 the, who the Trump can't do shit. I've been out here for three years now.
11: I'm doing Sir, listen programs. to
12: me. I'm at work right now. How the hell are you gonna call me and tell me some shit about President Trump?
11: You guys are y- being I'm returned a- to serve out your entire sentence. Every last I'm one of you, you... I'm you, not
12: going no where. You, f- you. You go. All this sh- y'all do. You, you go. Y'all need to go tr- take Trump with you.
11: Sir, I'm trying to just deliver the news. This has hit my desk, and this you is know, something...
12: Know, that- you know, like, y'all, all this s***, sh- I, I made, made a bad decision when I was 21 years old, and I did 23 years, and I've been out for three years. You can't come and tell me no sh- like this President Trump and, uh, and uh, whatever him and Barack Obama got going on. Y'all need to be, That's what y'all need to be, and I'm sure you did something that you that you didn't get caught for you you t- turn yourself in for me i'm not going no damn prison no
11: more sir okay L- mr glenn let me let me explain something i'm the person that's bringing you the information and letting you know what's going on no, you you, don't have to you serve me. you serve
12: time I'm, I'm you serve i'm not turning i'm not turning myself i'm not going back in there sir if you if you're not in
11: yourself. by the close of business day today then you actually serve now or a fugitive and you you have to turn yourself in
12: i'm not for what i didn't do anything I've been a Obama, let me out. I was okay. a crack cocaine. My, my sentence only was supposed to carry five years.
11: Okay. What, what was your exact, I, I was what, what was your sentence, sir? What was your sentence? That, that,
12: it was 40 years.
11: Okay. 40 years and you served how much?
12: I don't even, even want to talk about this. You go. You go turn yourself in. I'm not I mean, how many
11: years wrong. did you serve out of the 40, sir?
12: 23.
11: Okay. All right. So you do agree that there's 17 more years left?
12: I don't agree to a damn thing. You, 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 Trump don't have no authority to come and change nothing that the president did. I don't know what the hell y'all got going on, but y'all can't do that. I'm not going back in there. Okay. Mr. Green, you sound
11: angry. angry. You sound, you sound angry and and I'm not trying to be angry with you. You sound angry. I'm
12: not, I'm not angry at all. I teach classes on anger. I'm I'm not angry at all, but you guys do whatever the hell you want to do. And we make a decision when we're so damn young. And y'all hold that decision over here head for thirty and forty and fifty years. I made a choice to sell drugs at age twenty-one. Okay, I'm sure you did some that you could think of right now that you you need to go get go take my spot. You uh, and Trump, do, You a do agree that you here.
11: owe I got a
12: family that love me out here, just like you got a family that love you. Y'all not above the law.
11: Okay, but and neither are you, Mister Glenn. So you do you do realize that you owe society seventeen years no. that you need to pay?
12: I paid society my I did twenty-three years for a five-year sentence. And I've been out. I do community programs. I, I do stuff for the youth and everything. And I have not. I have not been in any, any trouble.
11: Okay, Mr. Glenn, where 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 can we where can we come and pick you up at, sir?
12: You you can't come and you pick your damn self up. You ain't You pick your damn self up,
11: Mr. Glenn. If we do not have you by the end of business today, we will be picking you up on site. You do understand that?
12: You ain't picking a You 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 pick your mother self up. You not coming to get me and take me no fucking with Obama, a black. Fuck. President, let me out. He let all of us out. I was treated wrong, and he let me the fuck out. You come here, and you will be taking me the fuck back with him. I beat y'all ass. I'm not going back to prison. I ain't do a damn thing to go back. You mad because a black president let me out? A racist Congress, congressional law, and I didn't do to go back. Whatever you and Trump got going on, I don't give a fuck. y'all not coming to get me. Y'all not gonna touch me. I'm not gonna. Back a black president let me out and y'all need to cut that racist bullshit out. I'm not going no where. Y'all got eight and nine hundred people climbing up in the Capitol. Y'all need to work focus on that. Shit. You got time and energy? Go lock the up that are climbing in your window right now in the Capitol. You do a damn thing about it. I'm not trying to hear that. Going.
11: Sir, sir, we already have someone that has told us where you are.
12: I don't, I don't give a damn. I, I'll tell you where I am. You're not coming to get me. I got too much positive going on. I've been out here. Ain't been in no trouble.
11: That's understood. But we do have intel that has told us exactly where you are and your location. Where am I? I know exactly where you are, sir. Where am I? Okay. Does the name India bring anything to your attention?
12: What about India?
11: That's your daughter, right? Yes. (laughs) That's your daughter, and I'm nephew Tommy. Your daughter India got me to prank phone call you, Mister Glenn Lee Earl Williams. You've been pranked, baby. (laughs) Who
12: the I don't believe no like that. I'm going to kick her (laughs) ass. Man, y'all got me. Y'all got me because I wasn't going back to no jail, man.
11: Hey, Glenn, I'm Nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ain't nobody looking for you. You ain't going back, but we got you.
12: (laughs) Man, I'm going to kick (laughs) India's ass.
11: All right, Glenn, I want to say Happy New Year to you, man, but I also want you to do this for me. Tell me what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land.
12: Oh, man, Steve Harvey morning show, man. uh, (laughs) That's you, Tommy, man. Y'all got me good, man.
8: (laughs) Oh,
11: goodness. (laughs) And there you have it. There you are, man. Hey, really, honestly, this is really a good dude right here. He's doing a lot in the community in Atlanta, so I got to give him big ups for that, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
8: You weren't the good dude in this prank. Well, what's, now did, why blame no. it on me?
11: Why not blame it on the person that called me to do it? You know what I'm saying? But I'm doing <laughs> my job, though, right? You don't have
1: any prank rejections. You don't might not want to do. <laughs> right. you me. don't have a line. You don't have yeah. a line.
8: Junior,
11: yeah. yeah. when, when people come to the prank shop, I don't ask them questions like that.
8: <laughs> we just oh. do the All job. All right. Uh, listen, coming well, up at the should. top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve
3: Harvey Morning Show.
13: Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone.
14: The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry.
13: Or Kellen Kenny, chief marketing and growth officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar.
0: It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson.
13: In these exciting times, we're looking to the math the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
15: Hey, my name is Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station,
11: it's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit.
15: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: All right, so the latest Karen, the Soho Karen, the one that uh, attacked the 14-year-old black teenager over the... The fact that she thought he stole her phone at the Arlo mm-hmm. Hotel in New York City last month. Remember her? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Well, anyway, she's 22 years old. She tried to play the victim during her recent interview with uh, Gail King. Take a listen, please.
0: I'm a 22-year-old girl. I am, I, I don't, I, racism. Uh... You're 22
8: years
16: old, but you are old enough to know better. So I will say you're 22. Right, I get Gail. it,
6: enough.
8: Mm-mm. Okay. Enough. Oh, she told oh, enough. enough. I wanted to wring her neck. And, and no.
11: That's their, that's their <laughs> privilege.
2: That's their oh, privilege yeah. right there.
11: Enough. <laughs> yeah. Who, who are you talking to?
7: Well, see, first you want to be 22. Then 22, all of a sudden yeah. you want to be grown.
5: Right. So respect
7: You know, you didn't elders. had enough. Well, mm-hmm. you don't want to agree to do the interview. Ain't nobody make mm-hmm. your ass sit down and do the interview.
5: Yeah, she yeah. did the interview and her attorney was sitting right there. And it seemed right like there. she kind of re- went off script. And the attorney uh-huh. was squirming in the chair. I'm like, yeah, your client what? is saying some well, stupid spoke. stuff. He had that yeah. look yeah. calling. Saying, what she gave call her, she yeah. had that look. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she was she gave horrible. Her look. And then yeah, she tried the par- to apologize, didn't she? Mm-hmm. To the- it, it sucked.
8: Yeah. yeah, the parents of a 14-year-old Kenyan Harold Jr. said they don't accept her apology. Uh, the Harold's family attorney, Benjamin Crump, is calling for a boycott of the Arlo Hotel uh, until, we get in ju- until we get justice for Kenyon. So there you have it, uh, mm. a boycott of the Arlo Hotels. Well, we uh, this particular her. one was in New York City. Oh. Right. Um, wow. Yeah. I, know. I, just, uh, I didn't like her Because the manager her at all. took her word for it and, mm-hmm. you know, didn't question her at all. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Right. Just, you know, went <clears throat> after the black kid. Once she said she lost her phone, he was on her side immediately. Yeah.
5: But, I'm glad but in his the daddy was with him. And yeah, but in the interview, she was also kind of trying to make it seem like, well, I asked him in a nice way. It wasn't anything no, nice wasn't. and sweet about your approach no, at all. So now you're no. lying. She's just, yeah. she's horrible. She's, she's a so really horrible person. So what's going to
1: happen to her? What's, what's the what's? The I well, hope they arrested. press these charges. Yeah. Yeah. One well, thing we she, you know, she's going to go buy a new phone. That's one thing. <laughs> well,
5: she <laughs> well, she got, got her got phone back. back.
1: <laughs> she got her she phone got back. back. Yeah. 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 All right. So is. we're moving on. In
8: other entertainment news, Destiny's Child member Latoya Luckett and her husband Tommy Walker announced yesterday that they are divorcing. Uh, Latoya and Tommy have two children together. Uh, Tommy posted a statement about their divorce, and then he posted another statement saying, "For all of the friends or family saying I didn't like him anyway, guess what? I didn't like your stanky a either." <clears throat> <clears throat>
5: Ooh. That's oh, petty.
7: Well, that's yeah. telling them.
5: You, 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 you're a grown yeah, grown man.
7: Oh, you sure straighten him out, doggy. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, Boy, you oh nah, that changed some minds right there.
5: Yeah. Boy, I, I sure
7: bet, be bet they like you now. <laughs> right. That's just immature that's for, for him the they even to even post family. that. Yeah.
8: Yeah. 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 And then um, you know, also this story is in the news, uh, Steve. It's about the, the, the sexiest man alive and someone you know Jordan. and love. Mm-hmm. Yes, Michael B. Jordan. I was going to say that, yes. And someone you know and love, your beautiful daughter, Lori. Uh, they're an item, it seems. Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey are an item. Wow. <laughs> Child <Chalice> is
5: everywhere. <laughs> I know.
8: <laughs> what, a, what a hot fire couple that is. Tell us about it.
7: I've been get getting Michael rid Piedle? of dirt for years now. Just shaking dirt off the rug. Thank the Lord Jesus, somebody.
5: Oh, you're happy about it?
7: Oh, right. Lord. Father God.
5: Oh, yeah,
8: let's get Michael in the family, Michael. Cool. cool. All right. Uh-huh. Like,
16: All right. Time for headlines today,
7: Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp.
16: Thank you. Thank you very much. This is Andrew with the news, folks. Democrats in the House tried but failed yesterday to gain unanimous consent for a resolution that would have uh, had Vice President Pence evoke the 25th Amendment and remove Donald Trump from office right away. The Republicans blocked it. So now Democrats are expected to present the same resolution to the House for today and take a full House vote. Democrats have also filed an impeachment measure accusing Trump of inciting an insurrection, and a vote on that's going to most likely take place tomorrow. Meanwhile, in the wake of last week's deadly riot, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is seeking a pre-disaster declaration for her city, and she wants the special security period for the upcoming inauguration extended from three days to two full weeks. If I'm
0: scared of anything, it's for our democracy, because we have a very extreme factions in that country that are armed and dangerous.
16: The National Guard says it's going to up the number of troops in the nation's capital to at least 10,000 by Saturday, with an extra 5,000 ready to mobilize in accordance with any current or future requests. At least two members, meanwhile, of the D.C. police force have been suspended. Ten others are under investigation for their behavior last Wednesday. You know, one officer actually took a selfie with one of the riders. Another was seen uh, directing the the riders to the back, you know, to the Capitol grounds. So far, 90 people have been arrested, some 150 others other suspects are being sought. More possible fallout from the attempted siege. New Jersey Congresswoman Bonnie Watson Coleman says she's now tested positive for COVID only fi- a few days after being forced to shelter in place during that riot. The 75-year-old Democrat says she was exposed to the virus while hiding in a bunker space with other lawmakers, many of whom refused to wear masks. So now she's got to a, a self-isolate. Uh, uh, she did receive half of Pfizer's COVID vaccine. New York State Bar Association says it's reviewing whether President Trump's ride-or-die personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, should be thrown out of the organization because they say he helped encourage the violent, uh, mostly white crowd, especially by saying this.
15: Let's have trial
10: by combat. I'm willing to stake my reputation. The president is willing to stake his reputation on the fact that we're going to find criminality there.
16: Uh, of course, he's referring to Trump's bogus claim that the Democrats supposedly stole the election. Finally, New England Patriots head coach Bill Belichick says he will not not accept the Presidential Medal of Freedom from President Trump this week. In a statement released uh, last night, Belichick says after the attack on the Capitol this week, a decision has been made he's not taking it. Two colleges have rescinded honorary degrees they bestowed on Donald Trump, and the PGA has decided not to hold its next golfing championship at Trump's Bedminster, New Jersey golf course, translating into a loss of money as well as prestige.
7: You play golf? I go, ooh.
16: I like him. Now back like to the him. Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening
3: to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
16: All right, guess what,
8: guys? It is that time. Junior, our resident poet laureate, is here with a fresh poem. What? what? You got, Junior, yeah. Hell, yes. yeah.
7: Langston hell, Junior? No. Come on.
5: Yeah. Wait, <laughs> what, Steve? Junior, what just you. Like...
7: Just hell no.
5: Just hell no? <laughs> <laughs>
7: Well, you know, yeah. you Let know, him have that, man. Cleveland and one. Let that boy do something. You know, you know I'm letting him have him, but I just wanted the poem be a poem. Yeah, that is a song, and we got to say. That's what I'm saying. That's what i say And the end. Yes. <end. laughs> the the you,
1: know, you know, the, the, the subject matter
2: of <laughs> the, the poem the today end.
1: is, uh, you know, we was watching the Capitol, and um, there was a few black people that I didn't understand why they was even there. Mm-hmm. And so this poem is called White People in the White House and a Few Black Lost Souls. Ooh, it's deep. This is deep, this is deep yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, white okay. people in the White House and a few black lost souls. So here Come it on. is. Okay. We got white people in the White House. This mess, I can't believe. If this was black people doing this, they would be asked to leave, please. Oh hell no. Oh hell no. They wouldn't. And this I know for sure. They be yelling, we all out of body bags. Looks like we gonna need some more. It isn't amazing to me and you, and white folks can do. If this had been my black behind, y'all know damn well I'd be through. Climbing through the walls of the Capitol like it's some kind of Olympics. Now the next part is not gonna rhyme because I can't find nothing to rhyme with Olympics. So to Boston So that's to the line. brother that's all cut up in this mess, to him I like to say, I hope you didn't make any plans, cause you can kiss your future. Away, DN. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I was laughing is cause you sounded just like Steve said you would. <laughs> yeah. That's how I do we my shirt.
11: We're gonna have to find something to rhyme with the Olympics
7: though. I didn't
11: have
1: <laughs> it no, time. No,
7: no, that was my favorite line <laughs> in the past.
1: I, I tried. I sat here an hour. Pro-lific. I said I couldn't come up nothing with Pro-lific. but Olympics. <laughs>
7: You, what did you tell us some of, of their tactics, hieroglyphic. <laughs> I
1: tried oh, to because I couldn't find out with Olympics. I couldn't get Paris. That ain't it.
7: It the was... reason the poem ain't good. Just <laughs> on what is it? That ain't then. the only is reason. It? The whole <laughs> is rhythm it? of it was crazy.
1: Isn't it amazing <laughs> to me and you what white folks can do? I think that's brilliant. I could I would do. I would oh, see the title was great. But you know what it is?
8: I, I think you got try to get too deep with this one, Junior. I did, Shirley, but you yeah. know what?
5: It was Olympics. I'm still mm-hmm. on that. But mm-hmm. Steve is saying that's not the only
1: problem. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he ain't well, well, a fan of poetry, no way. So that's why. I, <laughs> like,
8: <laughs> All right. I man, damn uh, sure. <laughs> coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, Tell Me Something Good, our good news segment right after this. You're listening
3: to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: Well, Steve, it is time now for our Tell Me Something Good segment. We want to salute hero Capitol Police Officer Eugene Goodman. Uh, we all saw Brother Eugene going up the stairs from the terrace as they chased him yeah. on that video. We saw it a few times. We saw Mr. Goodman glancing toward the Senate entrance before luring the white terrorist in the opposite direction leading the mob away from the senate while putting his own life on the line at the time mm. u.s mm-hmm. police officer eugene goodman saved lives all while defending our democracy so thank you thank you thank you yeah yes. i do not know what he yeah. was he's doing he's a hero he is, a yes. hero. Mm-hmm. He is a
7: no hero. i thought mm-hmm. i thought i thought that he handled himself admirably to be one person facing a mob yeah, you know. I mean, yeah. he he held them at steady, calling for help, stopping, checking them. You know, but they were steady coming. Right. You know, it's a lot yeah. of people, man.
5: Right, and it they was. said when he got to the certain level and he leaned and looked back, he looked down mm-hmm. the hall and saw it wasn't secure. That's why he kept turning and luring them to oh, go the other okay. way. Because, yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, wow, what a hero. Yeah, yeah. what right. a hero right there. Yeah.
11: That's come on, come on, come on, come on up this way! Uh-huh. Come on. Mm-hmm. That's
5: yeah. exactly because he knew he had backup. He was leading them mm-hmm. to where his backup was. So, yep, yeah. that, smart awesome. move, smart move, yeah. brother. Yeah.
11: There that was crazy. a lot of steps to backup though. I ain't lying. I'd have been running out of gas. There was a lot of steps. to back
7: up. Oh, he was tired when he got up there. <laughs> <Yeah. he was. laughs> no doubt.
11: Yeah.
8: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think about the impeachment vote tomorrow? How do you think that's gonna go, Steve?
7: Me personally, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think that he's going to get impeached. Mm-hmm. I think. I think this is a go through the motion. I think this is to set up for something else, uh, where they are considering. Uh, the Republicans are considering some type of uh, sanctions against the president. Oh, some like censuring him. Instead. Yeah, penalty or something of that effect. I don't think they're going to impeach him. I think that if they do go for the impeachment process beyond the house it will be after biden is president and then i think that the republicans you know what saddens me about this is i would think that the republicans would take this as a fine opportunity to rid him rid themselves of him from Mm -hmm. their party Mm -hmm. because even though he voted for their policies he he wasn't the representative you would want To have represent your your party, I'm sorry. Look, the Republicans have every right to feel and create policies that they want to create. The liberals and Democrats have every right to have the policies in place that they want. That's what makes this country what it's supposed to be: the left and the right. Mm -hmm. And so, you you know, you're gonna have different. Nobody's gonna agree with anything 100 percent. Somebody else does. So if you don't believe in abortion, I think you're 100% correct in that belief and that way you are, and you should live your life according to that. If a person, if a woman wants the right to to choose pro-choice, then I think that's her business. Mm-hmm. I think it's her. She's the only one. Women are the only ones that make people here. Women are the only ones. So that, that, that should be for a woman to decide. You can't say because of what you think and believe you're going to make everybody else go along with it, you know. And so if 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 that is the case right there and that's your policy, cool. But the person you have calling out the policy is a liar, an immoral person, self-indulgent, narcissistic, evil, bigoted and corrupt. And that's the best thing you can offer to represent yourself as the GOP, the, uh, the, the, the moral party. I- I'm sorry, man. Mm-hmm. That sucks at the highest level. If this what you do. Cho- and then got the nerd to be scared of his ass, too.
8: Right. That's the thing. And his, <laughs> and his constituents, the people who follow him as well. Right. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you about impeachment before we get run out of time. Is it you don't think they're going to vote because of the time limit or just period? You don't think
7: they're going to vote? I think it's, it it's both. I think the Republicans are mm-hmm. going to use it as an excuse. The time period. They only got eight more days. We don't want to go through the impeachment process. But they know he should be impeached.
8: Yeah. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. We're moving on. The nephew is here with today's prank phone call. That's coming up right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, my boyfriend's naked coworkers. Whew. We'll get into that in a little bit, but uh, right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nath?
11: Well, if y'all gonna be naked in the strawberry letter that's up next, I might well go on and join y'all. Today's title is what? Buttman. <laughs> Buttman. <laughs>
8: Buttman.
11: <laughs> you ain't gonna outdo me, Shirley, with your <laughs> titles. <laughs> Come on, Buttman. Let's go, cat dog. But, but wait. Hello? Hey, I'm trying to reach Vaughn, please. Uh, this is Vaughn. Who is this? Vaughn, this is Darius, Darius with Human Resources. How are you?
17: Uh, I'm doing fine. Can I help you?
11: Yeah, listen, we um, have an incident that has taken place at the job. You actually, what floor are you on, Vaughn? I'm on
17: floor 12.
11: Floor 12. All right. So do you use the copy machine that often on that floor?
17: Uh, Not all the time, but I do use it every once in a while. Okay.
11: Okay. So here's what's going on. There's going to be some actions being taken place here pretty soon, some legal actions, and we're just clearing everybody. You know, this is, this is just a proper procedure that we're having to go through. So let me just kind of enlighten you on what's taking place. Someone um, on the 12th floor has copied their butt on a piece of paper in the copy machine. So someone actually sat up on the Xerox machine and copied their butt. Why someone would do that, I have no earthly idea. But what's happening now is everyone on your floor is going to have to come in and show their butt. So, we're scheduling this now. I'm thinking Friday at 11 a.m. Would that be suitable uh-huh, for you to uh-huh, come? Uh-huh. Uh-huh,
17: uh-huh. Y'all y'all talking y'all talking about y'all want me to come up there and show show my show my butt because somebody uh- I'm a grown man. Okay, I'm a grown man. I ain't
11: do that. OK, you know what? I believe you. I believe you wholeheartedly, Vaughn. But just to clear your name, we have to, uh, I hate to say it, clear your butt as well. So we want to make sure we're, we're going to find out whose butt this is on a piece of paper that did this. We're going to yeah, yeah, find you're out.
17: Find, you're going to find out who's you're going to find out whose <laughs> cheeks those are. And you're going to find out real quick. They're not mine. All right, I'm not doing that, man. I'm not going to come in. You said Friday? You're doing this on Friday
11: 9? at el- Friday at 11.
17: Not coming in my day off so I can pull my pants down. with some strangers looking l- really look at my look at my cheeks. Talking about somebody copied. I'm not okay. doing that.
11: Okay, I don't I don't want to. I don't want this to take a turn, Vaughn, Because right now this is if you're not if you're saying you're not coming in, then other actions will be taking place. If you don't come in and follow the procedure that everybody's saying, everybody else uh, that I'm calling they have to come in. How many? work on that floor there's at least 80 plus people on that floor you talking about trying to have 80 plus people come
17: in drive all the way to work so some strangers people we don't even know can look at our look at our well, cheeks and I'm not gonna do that I don't know who did it but I know they ain't me well somebody
11: somebody xeroxed their butt on the 12th floor and I, I we're gonna that. get to okay but we're gonna get to the bottom of who did it and what you're what you're not gonna do, Vaughn, is tell me you're not coming in. What you're not gonna do? Do you like your job here with this company? Okay. What you're
17: not gonna do is act like you're gonna fire me because I'm not gonna show y'all my sweet goodies just because you just because you're from HR. You got me fooled if you actually expect me to think that everybody that works from this floor is over here like, oh yeah, sure. I'll, I'll let some strangers look at my look at my crack. You must be playing. No,
11: sir, not with me. Okay. Well, let me job. ask. Let me let me ask you this: Do you have a coworker named Andre?
17: Andre, yes.
11: You're okay, and Andre says he, he knows it. you. Now, I'm just going to put it out here. Andre is stating that it could have possibly been you.
17: Really, Andre got the nerve to say it could have been me. Man, you, Andre, why did he try to single me out? Like I even used that damn copier? I don't around there playing games. I'm a grown man. He must be out of his mind thinking he gonna say I did it.
11: All I know is he stated that you were a possibility. That's what. That's what he stated. He said I was a possibility.
17: That. That's dumb. I, he ain't have absolutely no reason to think. I don't even use that copier, man. I use that thing like once every two, three weeks.
11: Everybody on that floor. Okay, so out of once every two, three weeks, is there a possibility maybe you propped your butt up there and and copied it?
17: Not at all. 'all Y'all ain't even told me when this happened. I probably wasn't even working when the booty cheeks got scammed. you You must be out your mind. You can waste everybody else's time. Trying to bring everyone in to get a free strip show, but you're not going to do that to me. This has to be unethical and illegal on so many levels. You're trying to come in and say everybody on the entire floor has to come show their cheeks. Man, you must be kidding me. Said, What's your name? The whole time you're trying to call me saying this is HR. What's your name? Because when I, I,
11: I, I I'm Darius. Tell- I'm Darius out of Human Resources. Yeah. I told you that when I first called you. Well, well, Darius, and well, 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 Darius, well, Darius. Well, Darius. When I do come into work, you the first I want to see. L- Let me ask you this, Vaughn: Do you know Leslie?
17: Leslie, I know that better not even say her my name. Do,
11: but so you do know Leslie? Yes, I know Leslie. She works there with me. So you trying to tell me that Leslie said this too? Uh, do you want to know what Leslie said? Yes, I would like to know what Leslie said. So when I cuss her out, I get it right. Okay, Leslie told me to tell you. That this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and you just got pranked by your co worker, Leslie and Andre.
6: <laughs>
11: oh, man. <laughs> Leslie Dude, and Andre oh. got me to prank phone call you, man. <laughs>
17: Dude, I was, uh, man, I was pissed. <laughs> yeah, your uncle is right, bro. Somebody is going to whoop your ass. And I bet I bet it this year.
11: All right, boss Tell me this, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land?
17: The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Somebody is definitely gonna whoop y'all. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I told you. I'm, I told you. What you say, you. Steve? I told him. I'm, I know. I'm telling you, man. I know how people be thinking, man. You be, you, be, you be going too damn far.
5: Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. You play too much. Uh-huh. <laughs> but this dude, you know, you
7: know, hey man. But thing I like about bro, he was holding his grind. It wasn't even a consideration. This is so mm-hmm. illegal and unethical <laughs> on so many so levels. Wrong wrong levels. Man. What's your yeah, name? I, yeah. I you know Andre. First one. I want my see I, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. you the first <laughs> one I want to clear see when your when I <laughs>
1: Eighty people can <laughs> come in there
7: I and show know. you they behind.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I
7: would, man. I'm not providing time him. We gotta clear so, your butt. You
11: gotta you know, get get some butt
7: cleared. So by I how many know. people you think on that floor? Oh, about eighty. <laughs> and you think eighty people
8: <laughs> The ridiculousness of it all oh, Steve. I'ma tell you right now,
7: you got the wrong one. Uh-huh. Cause I ain't I ain't coming show nobody that damn thing.
11: Oh, I'm stupid Monday through Friday in the morning and I got some intelligence and some wisdom and knowledge on Friday night. Come see me. What? Ready to ready to love no last resort. Well okay. I, I, I gotta go with it. It's the truth though. It really is. Nine Eastern, eight Central, only on OWN. I got sense. I got sense. He's I'm good on the your show, thing.
8: and he's the people good. on the show, Steve, look to him for advice. Yeah, they be like, "Thomas
5: said." Let me ask you a question. <laughs> ask
7: you a question? <laughs> yeah. How that sound to you?
6: But <laughs> hey, he's good on the show. <laughs> yes, you got to yes. see it. He's I'm just. A I ain't listener.
7: seen the show, but I'm just going just based on the the show that we do in the morning uh-huh.
8: <laughs> <laughs> we were all shocked alright coming up next Strawberry Letter my boyfriend's naked co-workers we'll get into it right after this
3: you're listening <laughs> to the Steve Harvey Morning Show have you ever brought your
0: magic to Walt Disney World like hey we came to play did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially step up like a boss and save the day
13: Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's
14: a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry.
13: Or Kellen Kenney, chief marketing and growth officer at AT AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar.
0: It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson.
13: In these exciting times, we're looking to the math the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
15: Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station,
8: Time now for today's strawberry letter, and if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're gonna read this one right here, right now.
11: Buckle up, hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter.
8: All right, subject, my boyfriend's naked co-workers. Dear Stephen Shirley, (laughs) marinate on that for a minute, my boyfriend's (laughs) naked co-workers. Dear Stephen Shirley, the problems with my boyfriend all began when he started a new job. We had been together two years and we were doing just fine. And then he started guarding his phone like a hawk and turning it over when he put it down. My intuition kicked in and I checked it one day when he fell asleep. One of his female co-workers sent him pictures of her vacation, personal selfies, and body painting pics where she's completely naked. Another female he works with sent him texts, uh, text messages telling him she really likes him and is trying to fight it, but she decided to be honest. Uh, there was also pics of another co-worker, topless, with a thong on. He's stupid because he has a co- he has co-worker, and then their names saved on his phone. All of them are in relationships and they told him they'd leave their men for him. His re- He responds to them nicely but doesn't leave them on. Uh, he told them he's very much in love with me, and each one said they respect that. But it's made me very insecure, and not a, I don't trust my boyfriend. I've talked with him about other women coming on to him, and he always tells me he's not a cheater, and no other girl compares to me. So then, why are his co-workers' numbers still in his phone, and why does he still respond to their messages? It's a lot of innocent messages, but every once in a while, a topless pic will pop up from one of them. Should I tell him that I went through his phone and demand that he stop talking to his coworkers through text. What if I was allowing a male coworker to text me like that? A man certainly would have checked me and the guy. What am I supposed to do in this situation? You're exactly right. If the situation were reversed, he would have checked you and the guy. You're exactly right. If he knew who the guy was and all that, he would have checked you. He wouldn't have liked it. And you have every right not to like it and all of that. But I just say this. No, don't tell him that you went through his phone. Please don't do that yet. Uh -uh. Just just let that be our little secret, okay? Well, me, you, Steve, and millions of others who listen in the morning to the (laughs) Steve Harvey morning (laughs) show. Show, okay? It's going to be a lot of us. I mean, you don't want to break the trust that, that you've built over the past two years of him trusting you. And, and please don't start or getting or, or feeling insecure. You don't have any reason to right now. I don't think you do uh, because that's when the real problems will start happening. I think just be cool right now, but keep your eyes, keep your ears open. So far, he hasn't given you a reason not to believe him, uh, you, If he did, you would have said that in the letter. I, I think the women are thirsty that are coming on to him, and he's handling them a little gingerly because they are his coworkers, and I guess he doesn't want anything to go down at his job. I just say, you know, get yourself looking your most beautiful one day. Try this, and then... Go up to his job, meet him for lunch, you know, and see how he interacts with them, with you there. You you know, like, is he really nervous acting about your visit? Or is he taking you around and introducing you to everyone as his girl? Uh, Pay attention to how everyone greets you and uh, reacts to meeting you. And you should be able to get a vibe, some kind of feeling about what's going on up there, okay? And still, do what you're doing. Trust your intuition. Steve?
7: Well... I don't know, Shirley. Mm -hmm. You're telling her to trust her intuition. That's what the letter is about.
8: Right.
7: So I think she has problems here. And I'm going to have to go the other way on this letter. Because I think uh, she's saying that the problem with her boyfriend started when he started a new job. Yeah. Been together two years. Now he's guarding his phone like a hawk. Then she said one of his female co-workers sent him some pictures of her vacation. Personal selfies. She get, she naked with some body paint on <laughs> Then another female sent him text telling him she really likes him trying to fight it, but she decided to be honest. Then there's pictures of another co-worker topless with a thong on. Does, does he work at a strip club? Where's, <laughs>
6: she did Where is he
7: working? <laughs> Everybody naked down at this job. What? What is this? Is a topless car wash? Why is it everybody ain't got no problem getting naked? I, I've worked with Shirley and Carla and Monica for 20 years. Ain't seen nothing. Where are you working? Everybody just showing themselves. So now, then you said this. And he's got... You say he's stupid cause he got co-worker and they name saved in his phone. Okay, now what's stupid about that? Why is he stupid for having co you got to know who these people is. Coworker Tanya. Yes. Sir. I, I don't okay. see why that they, why that's stupid.
8: Okay. <laughs> Were you mad? Yeah. You, no, you see judging Yeah. <laughs>
7: <laughs> see, see, see she has a trust factor. But she blaming it on his stupidity. Mm-hmm. So now instead of confronting him about it, they've all told him they'd leave they lead a man for him. He responds to them nicely, and he don't lead them on. He told him he's very much in love with me, and each one said they respect that. But now here goes the problem. It's made her very insecure. And now I don't trust my boyfriend. This is where the letter is, Shirley. This is the problem we have. She now don't trust her boyfriend. Well, I got the only solution when we come back.
8: All right. All right. We'll uh, have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. My strawberry letter for today's subject, uh, my boyfriend's naked coworkers. We'll get back into it when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject, my boyfriend's naked co-workers.
7: This man got this job. I don't know where he working, but everybody's sending him naked pictures <laughs> down at the job. Everybody, three women down there. Now, she knows co-workers because she... Cause she he done put their name in the phone with co worker next to it. One lady went on vacation, took pictures with her with body paint on, butt naked. Another lady sent a picture of him uh, topless with a thong on. Other lady told him, you know, she in a relationship but she just had to be honest and can't fight it no more. You must, you married to one hell of a dude because everybody wants him. So, I married. mean, congratulations. But now here's the problem. You done messed around and snuck and looked at his phone. Now, Shirley say don't tell the man, but here's the problem we got. No. He has told them that he's very much in love with you and they respect that. But now it's made you very insecure. Now, I don't trust my boyfriend. Now, you don't trust your boyfriend, but you ain't brought nothing to your boyfriend's attention. So you said you've talked to him about other women coming on to him and he always say he's not a cheater and no other woman compares to me. So, so far he's telling you the truth because based on the texts that he uses when he tells them that, you know, very much in love with you and all that, you clear. But you still have this distrust. Now you want to know why he still got the coworker's phone numbers in the phone and why he still responded. Because you ain't told him no different. She can't tell him she went through his phone. <laughs> So why you mad? Cause she's he she's still getting Texas, and he responded. He don't know you seeing the Texas, so he don't know to tell him to stop texting. See, you can't want him to act the way you want him to act with no requirements on how to act. Mm. She can't tell him she
8: that she went through
1: that <laughs> phone like, though. Okay,
7: okay, That's deep right there. Huh? Okay, okay. So let let me ask you this: If she don't want to tell him, she went through the phone. What's she supposed to do? She supposed to just just go to bed with that every night? Because
8: then he won't trust her.
7: She already don't trust him. Dog, listen to me. When a man is doing something like this, Mm -hmm. it ain't no, I can't trust you for going in my phone. He don't want you to go in here because he don't want you to see what he's doing. That's why I put the phone upside down.
8: She can't tell him she went through the phone. She can't. Uh-oh. Why would she tell him
7: then that? Then she got to stop being hurt and insecure and disappointed because the phone keep ringing, exactly. the pictures keep coming, and the messages keep going out because he don't know she know nothing. Mm-hmm. So you can't she'll solve catch him. the problem. She'll, but surely, if he's doing
8: something, she'll catch she'd him. She done
7: already caught him.
8: But she doing what, though? What, what does she catch him doing? Getting naked-ass pictures. But that's them. That's the thirsty chicks at the job. (laughs) That's not him. He told them.
5: (laughs) He told them that
8: she, none of them could compare to her. But
7: Shirley, he keep comparing them though. See these pictures is steady coming. And now she's feeling insecure about it. And she mm-hmm. wanna know why he keep responding to these messages, and why do they keep, why them numbers are still in the phone? Because he don't know that she know that they in the phone. And it, and the only way they're gonna be able to address this problem is to address the problem.
8: Okay. And so then neither one of them will be or will trust each other because he won't trust her anymore because she went through the phone.
7: No, listen. We're gonna break up after that. Can, can, can I explain yeah. something to you? Okay, Can go I explain ahead. something to you? And yeah. I'm going to give one a mm. real tip on men. Okay. When we doing wrong mm-hmm. and you catch us, mm-hmm. the very first thing we try to do is deflect yeah, the bust. No. We defect, deflect the bust by making it on you. What you doing going through my stuff? I can't right. trust you now. Now you're going, I don't want him not trust me. He the one getting the messages and the naked-ass pictures. <laughs>
8: But I just think she should be cool for now. It might be something else. You know, just wait a minute. Don't necessarily tell them right now. Shirley is saying get more intel. Yeah, mm-hmm. she just she, it's too Got to be patient Oh, she that's all she has or you know, is that
5: right there?
7: Okay, let me ask you and call her. Naked course. pictures. A what? How much more y'all need?
5: Oh, I would have said something. <laughs> you talking about me personally. I'm just
7: asking. <laughs> yeah, I done said all this. I done went through your the
5: phone. Your husband,
7: you done went through your husband's phone. You found naked pictures of some women. How much more intel y'all need for the I house gets set on fire?
5: Oh, no, I, I, I'm t- <laughs> not I'm the house that I live in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm addressing it immediately. I'm not I'm not waiting, but that's what, Shirley, that's what you were saying, though, in this particular situation, to get more intel, right? Yeah,
8: I just think she needs a little more, a little more.
5: Okay. To, just oh. to see what
7: he's doing.
5: Yeah, yeah. Because that's oh, what need, they're oh, doing.
7: you need the picture of him and the woman together, Nick. I don't
8: need that. I just want to see what him. else is going on. Well, just keep waiting
7: and don't say nothing. You can get all that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listen. Thank you, Steve, Uh, for
8: your comments on today's Strawberry Letter. Please go to Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, we got sports talk with Junior coming up right after this.
3: You're listening to
8: the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got for us, Junior?
1: All right, well, this is big. I just I just we just can't get over this. Uh, you know, Sunday night the Cleveland Browns beat the Pittsburgh Steelers and all of what? Pittsburgh <laughs> trying to figure out what happened. They have no <laughs> idea. The Browns, that what happened? That was the greatest
8: sports night of your of your oh, career. Uh,
7: one of the greatest. Yeah.
1: 18 years <laughs> in the making, man, to get that one win. Y'all got the Chiefs this week, though. Well, let me ask oh. this, Joe. Let me
11: ask huh? this, Steve. Do you want your old coach back? or Do you want the special teams coach that coached the other night? I'm pretty cool Ooh. with the special
7: teams dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're pretty cool with the special teams coach. coach yeah, in this yeah, game. I'm all
7: right with him. I'm all right with him. I'm all right. I'm all right with y'all. all the boys had COVID, riding it on out. You know, I hope because the week I before,
5: be... last week, you was upset that they all had COVID and the coach was right. Out. And
7: I felt like they should just let them play. Yeah. Uh, with COVID. With, with COVID. It, you know, put a mask on, let them go.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very very excited. I
7: was so listen to me. I, you don't even Never understand. Seen it like that. And uh I have a prediction to make.
5: Oh, oh, oh let's hear it. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. Uh oh. Do we need a it drum is. roll? Yes, it is. Y'all gonna is. beat the Chiefs. That's your prediction? That what you supposed to say? Wait a minute.
7: Is that
5: what you supposed to say? What, <Yep>. I love Do you
7: them. have Cleveland anything? Cleveland Browns going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> why, you, why you get so weak at the end? Why I get started, so weak at the end? Our engineer
1: Dave started.
7: Because
1: <laughs> he's from where, where Missouri. Was, <laughs> yes.
7: Where the confidence is? <laughs> why I get weak at the end? Because the Cleveland Browns.
5: Your voice cracked. It cracked. It's going it to beat did.
7: the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: <laughs> it cracked, Steve. I don't know. <laughs> Do you I don't hear that bravado. Any, do you have any any support for this 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 statement you make? You
7: oh get? no, no. I'm out here by myself on this. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm about the only person on earth on earth that made this prediction.
8: Well you didn't think they were gonna beat uh, Pittsburgh, did you? I was hoping
7: they beat Pittsburgh. I said it was funny though, man. I said, man, bro, I need forty points at the half. They got mm-hmm. the them 35.
1: thirty-five, yeah. They yeah. put thirty-five up in the first half, and you know, yeah. man, I think, I think, Unc, you, you gonna be fine, man. You know, it's a good game. It's gonna be a good game. It's two top teams. Browns have not been this far in eighteen years. That's all we know. Now, yeah. if they lose the game, will it still be a successful season for the Browns? If they hell yeah, hell. <laughs> That's all it matters. <laughs> Baker,
7: Baker Mayfield played his butt <laughs> off, man.
1: Yeah. I'm proud of the Browns, man. Let's go ahead. Let's go Browns. I'm yeah. ride with
11: all let's right, go, Browns. Junior. Thank, thank you, let's go, Junior. Go Browns. Coming up, <laughs> coming, up
8: the, coming up at the top of the hour. Coming
7: up at the top of the hour more of this. Well hell, Houston Morning ain't did nothing, so whatever. <laughs> right after what you
3: this, <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever
0: brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole Princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day?
11: It's always
15: the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: This is straight crazy. Jacob Chansley, now if that name isn't familiar to you, maybe his costume, remember this was a guy in the Viking costume, uh, the terrorist dude, uh, he stormed the Capitol. We'll get this, according to ABC News, Chancley's mom says he hasn't eaten since Friday. So he's on, I guess, some sort of hunger strike. He hasn't eaten since Friday, though, because the detention facility won't feed him organic food. Oh, this ain't so true What food. What,
7: what, <laughs> what? we supposed to care about? You're a terrorist, this? dude. Eat some of that buffalo meat you had on your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is
1: prison. This ain't true food kitchen. Right. So, <laughs> so you in jail. Yeah,
5: yeah
7: what, are what are you talking
1: about? about?
7: There the, the are no menus in jail.
5: The privilege mm-hmm. of it all, though. Yes. The audacity. The, the unmitigated gall. The gall. He
7: oh, ain't yes. eight since Friday because they don't serve organic food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, you should
8: have.
7: Mm. That's how he had
8: kept kept his body so spelt so he could fit into mm. his Viking costume. You know, <laughs> eating organic food. Loser. Be in, yeah. be in
1: jail asking questions. Is this gluten-free? <laughs> right. Right, <laughs> right, Junior. You
7: think the so diner's bad, right? guy going to drive through on you and, and come cook you neat? What you looking for? One thing about yeah. jail, if you don't want it, you no, damn yes. sure ain't got to heat it. No. <laughs>
8: exactly. mm-hmm. no. Uh, the other terrorist, the one that was seen carrying those zip ties— Well, he was turned in by his ex-wife of 18 years. His ex-wife turned him in, okay?
11: Oh, I'm finna get his ass today. That's (laughs) (laughs) him. His
8: name is Larry Brock. Uh, (laughs) His ex-wife saw him on the news and reported him straight to the FBI. Uh, (laughs) I love that. Okay,
11: okay, Steve, give me this. Give me this, Steve. When she was sitting there watching TV and sewing,
7: right there, the beginning. Uh, and she saw him on TV. She was looking at TV. She was talking about, I can't believe all this is going. These people. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that Jeffrey? <laughs> Larry <laughs> That is that Jeffrey Earl Uh oh uh, uh, Wait a minute Mama Mama <laughs> Come in here I swear I, I know him anyway Look away. where he's hanging off that thing uh-huh. mm-hmm. That's oh, Jeffrey Earl That is Jeffrey Earl You no good stinking Where's your Where's the heifer that you left me Oh What You picking up your Hello? phone uh-uh. Hello Hello <laughs> Is this, is this the, the Federal Bureau of Investigations <laughs>
11: Mm-hmm. Cool, yeah. Oh, the whole
7: word. Yeah. Yeah. My name is Betty Lou Patterson. <laughs>
6: yeah.
7: I'm from Silver Creek, Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> you know the man that had the zip ties that were swinging off the wall? Mm-hmm.
6: That's
7: mm-hmm. Jeffrey Earl. Ooh,
6: My ex husband. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Uh,
7: what are they saying? Yeah. Oh, uh, he hates black people. Oh God. <laughs> oh God! I've heard him say it many times. That's why I left him. <laughs> yeah. Now, now you don't have to look for him. He stay in the trailer right across from me. <laughs> <laughs> him and his new fat ass Why? <laughs>
8: Meanwhile, now, guys, at the airport, many of the terrorists are on a no fly list uh, pending investigation. So, take a listen to one of the terrorists upset at the airport because he can't fly. I love
6: every single one of you, but this is what they do to us. Yeah. This is they kicked me off the plane, they called me a f- terrorist, and they want to f- ruin my life. What?
7: Oh, huh? you call him a terrorist. Him? He said he said, Y'all trying to ruin my life.
5: You hmm. ruined your life. Yeah, nah, when no, when your stupid you ass are
7: breaking all the windows and climbing in the Capitol, you doing a good job of messing it up right there.
8: Yeah. <laughs> oh, nothing man. to do with that. Oh, nah. no, whatsoever. Yeah. In prison. Uh we'll have more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Twenty minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening, listening
3: to listening, the Steve listening. Harvey Morning Show.
8: In trending concert news, Dr. Anthony Fauci thinks that if everyone would smarten up and practice COVID nineteen protocols. Wait a minute, uh, sure. So, so, uh-huh.
7: you said in trending concert news? Mm-hmm. I did,
8: uh-huh. Concert news. Yeah, this is what Dr. Anthony Fauci has to say about that. If, you know, we would smarten up, social distance, wear our masks, wash our hands. Oh, about concerts.
7: Yes, yes, yes,
8: yes, yes. Practice COVID-19 protocols. Uh, We could see theaters and other live entertainment venues reopening sometime in the fall of this year. He says if everything goes right, by the time we get to the early to mid-fall, you can have people feeling safe performing on stage, as well as people in the audience. But for this to happen, vaccine distribution needs to succeed. Theaters have to have good ventilation and proper air filters, and audience members will have to wear masks. Under those circumstances, Fauci says, "I think you can then start getting back to almost full capacity of seating." Please, that is great news. On.
1: Yes, yeah, right. especially Talk. for
8: our stand-up comedians. Whoa, come <laughs> and on, on the show, right?
5: Yeah, mm. that's great news. So, would you go to a concert and wear a mask? Would you guys do that? Concert
1: uh, or a game or something? A I ain't not going without across.
7: this vaccine, I can't. I'm do it. not. I ain't going to. Okay, mm-hmm. A while. Nah, so I don't be like 20, my mask. I'm not yeah. going that. It's too yeah. damn hot in my mask.
8: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. Right after this,
3: you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: All right, so the latest Karen, the Soho Karen, the one that uh, attacked the 14-year-old black teenager over the, the fact that she thought he stole her phone at the Arlo mm-hmm. Hotel in New York City last month. Remember her? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, well, anyway, she's 22 years old. She tried to play the victim during her recent interview with uh, Gail King. Take a listen, please.
0: I'm a 22-year-old girl. I am, I, I don't, I, racism. Uh,
16: you're 22 years old, but you are old enough to know better. So I will say
0: you're 22. No, I get right, Kel- it. It. enough. Mm-mm. Okay. Enough. Well, she oh, but not
8: enough. I wanted to wring her neck. And, and no, that's that's that their privilege. That's that oh, yeah. privilege right there. Enough. <laughs> yeah. Who are you talking to? Well, see,
7: first you want to be 22. Then, 22, then all of a sudden yes. you want to be grown. Right.
8: So respect You know, you your didn't elders. had
7: enough. Well, mm-hmm. you don't want to agree to do the interview. Ain't nobody make your ass sit down and do the interview.
5: Yeah, she yeah. did the interview, and her attorney was sitting right there, and it seemed like, like she kind of went off script. And the attorney uh-huh. was squirming in the chair. I like, Yeah, your client mm-hmm. is saying some stupid stuff. He had yeah, that look. Yeah, she had that look. Yeah, yeah she, she was she gave horrible. Her a look.
8: And then yeah, she tried the par- to
5: apologize, didn't she? Mm-hmm. To the- it, it sucked.
8: Yeah. yeah, the parents of a 14-year-old Kenyan Harold Jr. said they don't accept her apology. Uh, the Harold's family attorney Benjamin Crump is calling for a boycott of the Arlo Hotel uh, until we get in ju- until we get justice for Kenyan. So there you have it. Uh, mm. a boycott of the Arlo Hotels. Well, we uh, this particular one was in New York City. Right. Um. Right. um wow. Yeah. I just uh, I all Because like the manager her took her word for it and mm-hmm. you know, didn't question her at all. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Right. Just, you know, went mm-hmm. after the black kid. Once she said she lost her phone, he was on her side immediately. Yeah.
5: Yeah, but in the interview she was also kinda trying to make it seem like, Well, I asked him in a nice way. It wasn't anything no, nice wasn't. and sweet
1: about your approach no, at wasn't. all. So now you're no. lying. She's just yeah.
5: she's horrible. She's, she's a so really what's gonna happen person. to her. One well, thing,
1: you know, she's gonna go buy a new phone. That's one thing. Well, she well, got her she phone got back. back. She got she her got phone back. back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
8: Yeah. All right, we're moving on. In other entertainment news, Destiny's child member LaToya Luckett and her husband Tommy Walker announced yesterday that they are divorcing. Uh, LaToya and Tommy have two children together. Uh, Tommy posted a statement about their divorce, and then he posted another statement saying, for all of the friends or family saying, I didn't like him anyway, guess what? I didn't like your stanky A either. That's
5: petty.
7: Well, that's telling Uh, them. (laughs)
5: <laughs> you're a grown man. Oh,
7: you sure straighten him out, doggy. <laughs> ooh, ooh, boy, you oh nah, that changed some minds right there.
8: Coming up, <laughs> it's our last break of the day.
7: Yeah, we're not doing that this year. Ain't nobody doing that but Jay. Oh, I you're not doing it this year. this year. Okay. I told him we ain't doing all that. You, you didn't mean. hear him the other day yeah. when he, he said that? Way too much. We only come once a month, so we ain't got one. All
8: right, and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey in 49 minutes after, right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day?
11: It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. To, you know, people give up right before they get what
15: they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: All right, here we are, guys. Last break of the day for this Tuesday. Um, and, uh, wow, don't forget tomorrow. Impeachment hearings, <laughs>
11: the
1: vote. We not going anyway. the vote, nah. yeah. The vote. I'll get some popcorn. Be watching. Be ready.
11: Mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. CNN on my phone. I'd be rolling. This.
8: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can but I say before something? Before we get to all that, yeah. Closing remarks, Steve. Go ahead.
7: You know, I want to say something. Um, mm-hmm. There's some talk going around that uh, there's going to be the FBI is releasing information that there's going to be some further incidents across the the country at all the capitals of every state. Mm -hmm. Uh, When the FBI says stuff like that, folks, it's because they're real. The FBI not playing. When the FBI knocks on your door, they have a case. The the FBI don't come in and knock on your door and they don't have the goods. That's not the FBI. You're not underrated. We're not bringing you down to talk to you. The FBI is about the business. So, let me say this. Uh, The mayor of D.C., this wonderful woman, uh, has beefed up security for the inauguration. Um, There's talk of this happening in other cities, too. But let me say this to WHUR, everybody in Philly, Detroit, Charlotte, Cleveland, Atlanta, you know, Alabama... Mississippi, Texas, wherever you live, L.A., New York, WBLS, Baltimore, everybody, listen to me. When this goes down on the inauguration, the mayor has asked of the city of D.C. to stay home and watch it virally. Just watch it virally. Look, I would love to have a big crowd for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, but right now, it ain't it ain't safe and it ain't smart but i'm saying to all of my listeners stay home be watchful be mindful and be careful be watchful be mindful and be careful and and in the words of my father stay out of that that ain't your damn business See, all this climbing? you ain't got to go down anti-protest. You ain't got to protest on the behalf of Biden and Kamala. They in already. So you ain't got to go down there and put up an alternate uh, 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 protest to protest the Trump supporters and these white supremacists. You ain't got to do that. They lost the election. Let them go and do what they do. Stay out of this. This ain't your wall. You didn't start this one. You ain't got to fix this one. This was brought on by this set of people. Now, listen to me. This ain't all of the Republican Party. This is an extreme group here. I know some Republicans who would not dare go down there and pull that stunt that was pulled off. So let's just keep it with this terrorist group. That's what it is. These terrorists, there are more of them. And they're organized and they're mad because they really believe their commander-in-chief that this election was rigged and stolen. There is no evidence. You keep talking about stop the steal, but you went to 80 judges and none of them would review the case because you presented them no evidence. How can you just keep believing what this lying man has told you over and over and over? Well, let me say something to my listeners. This ain't our war, man. Stay home. Watch this stuff on TV. Stay out them streets. You ain't got to go down there and counter-protest. This ain't worth counter-protesting for. Sitting up in here talking about damn Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, and then the same ones that talk about Blue Lives Matter because they want anything to matter other than Black Lives. They're on there stomping and killing each other. Police officers, police officers, all these ex-military people that were down there participating. The guy works for me that was in the military, he said he's so ashamed of this. He said, you swore an oath to protect and serve this country and now you down there part of a revolution, storming the Capitol building. Have you seen these people, man? This is a sad state. This is not our business. Let them do whatever they want to do, you stay at the house. Stay out of this mess right here, man. Listen to me, don't get curious, like the black, the two black dudes that was down there standing around seeing what's happening. Hey man, your stupid ass at home. You ain't got to go down there, they gonna show you everything that's happening on TV. I don't know what they was thinking about. We don't go in this. You now I remember an incident. Uh, this this called four dead in Ohio. I don't know if you all remember the Vietnam wars at Kent State University, and the National Guard was called in. Well, the Black United Students Organization, which was called BUS, told all the black students to go home. So all the black students went home. When the National Guard came, they killed four white students. Well, blacks knew back then if we was on campus, we was going to get killed. So we were all sent. the, The black student population, I wasn't there yet. But all the black students were sent home. I'm telling you, they're calling in National Guards right now. Stay home. Don't get in the target line. Let them argue amongst themselves about their constitutional rights that was written by their forefathers. Stay out of this. Let this play out. Uncle Steve, care about you. Stay out of this. Stay safe. Be watchful, be mindful, and be careful. Those are my closing remarks. I'll be watching the inauguration on TV. Go Biden!